Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Leaders Eat Last, Why Some Teams Pull Together and Others Don't. If you were to visit the United States Marine Corps, you will notice an interesting fact, the local restaurant has a different dynamic. Many organizations opt to serve their leaders or their top-tier employees, before anyone else in the team. However, in the American Marine Corps, junior employees are served first, before the group of senior leaders, who are usually the last ones to get a meal. Surprisingly, there is no standing order which dictates this behavior, the habit is just a product of the strong leadership culture of the foundation. Exceptional leaders genuinely care about their employees, as they understand that they are the ones who put the power in their hands. Good leaders put others before themselves, sacrifice personal interests, and advance the interests of the organization, gaining true respect from their peers and strengthening their leadership as a consequence. The principle of leaders eat last is not only applicable to the Marines. If typical enterprises or organizations can blend this concept into their own corporate cultures, they will also be capable of building and sustaining a well-motivated team. However, in reality, we will see that the kick-the-cat effect often exists in many companies. The term, kick-the-cat, refers to a chain reaction where those who rank higher in a company vent dissatisfaction to people, or employees, considered inferior. When the upper-level group of employees of an enterprise is under extreme pressure in an enterprise, they tend to pass the pressure to the middle-level workers. Following the cycle, the pressure will then end in the group of employees with the lowest level of knowledge. When this group is under duress, working becomes a burden for them. The entire working environment becomes a pressure barrel, where the employees at the bottom of the barrel feel exhausted and suffocated. The results are clear-cut loss of employees and following company crises. How can an enterprise on the verge of bankruptcy revitalize its fortune? How can leaders inspire employees' passion for work? How can we functionally improve a company's efficiency? The book Leaders Eat Last offers fascinating insights about the creation of a winning company culture and helps people to become outstanding leaders. As the best training material for team management, this book integrates base human survival principles into leadership philosophy. The Selfish and Selfless Chemicals Leadership Rule tells readers how to establish a circle of safety that leads the way to a sense of security. This circle is powerful enough to inspire employees with ideals of dedication, cooperation, promoting stronger and more effective team performance. The author, Simon Sinek, believes that positive long-term outcomes can only be achieved when members of an organization share common values and are sincerely respected in their work environment. Even in the face of adversity, a team in a circle of safety will eventually overcome obstacles, increasing the business chances of survival. Next, we will take a look at the upcoming three parts. Part 1, How to Improve Team Cohesion and Create a Circle of Safety. Part 2, How to Relieve Employees' Stresses and Maintain the Circle of Safety. Part 3, How to Safeguard the Circle of Safety in the Face of Challenges and Temptations. 
Firstly, you're probably wondering, what is a circle of safety? Let's use a story from Aesop's fables to introduce this concept. In the narrative, a lion prowled in the habitat of four oxen constantly tries to attack them. However, whenever the lion approaches the herd, the oxen organize themselves a circle with their horns outward, and their tails turn to each other. In the story, their circular defense system guarantees 360-degree protection. Whichever direction the lion tried to attack the oxen, he would face an impenetrable wall of horns. But then, a fight broke out among the group, and each ox scattered to graze alone in different corners alone. Without the circle of safety, one after the other got attacked by the lion, finally becoming praise of the king of the jungle. In modern society, the biggest threat for enterprises is bankruptcy. There is no lion, of course, but there are many other challenges, the urgency of making a profit, time pressure, the constant need to improve productivity, and external competitors. These threats mix to create a business environment that is hostile and makes achieving goals even more challenging for the company. There are often many threats inside the enterprise as well. Employees may develop negative behaviors because they feel being intimidated, insulted, isolated, and rejected. When people face these shortcomings, they tend to spend a lot of time and energy on self-protection, rather than dedicating to protect the enterprise from external threats. This leaves employees no capacity to help the company seize any development opportunities. Therefore, leaders need to create a circle of safety that offers people a sense of belonging, and a strong culture based on human-oriented values and beliefs. Inside this circle, people have the power to make decisions and the ability to trust and empathize with each other. But the question is, how can you create a circle of safety as a leader? First of all, to create a circle of safety, we must create a sense of belonging for employees. The employees of the American company, Case and Sandiaca, performed their daily routine, step by step, following the sound of the bell. The first ring in the morning marks the time to start work, the second one rings two hours later announcing break time, and there is also one programmed to ring when it's lunch time, announcing the employees are allowed to leave their desks. In such environments, employee work like robot, following predefined procedures and executing tasks without thinking. Although Hasten Sandiaca had a seemingly strict enterprise management system, it didn't help them to avoid a major crisis. The company started to change after it was bought by Bob Chapman's company. After Chapman acquired Hasten Sandiaca, he did not bring a new team of consultants, and did not create a new development strategy like what new CEOs normally do. Instead, he listened to the employees and carried out a series of reforms according to what they said. One of his most groundbreaking changes was cancelling the bell-based check-in system, and letting employees walk into any office whenever needed. After going through such a series of reforms, the entire company developed an harmonious atmosphere. The employees felt deeply cared for, and, consequently, their enthusiasm for work skyrocketed. Needless to say, so did the company's performance. Leaders who only treat their employees as money-making machines, are not doing a good job on promoting this important sense of belonging. 
employees will take work as simply an obligation to stay alive and tend to struggle to cope with it every day. Over time, the final loss will be on the company's profit. On the contrary, if the leader can establish and keep promoting a people-oriented work environment and protect employees like his own family, employees will also tend to protect each other. Then work becomes a career for employees, and they will be fully engaged with their heads and hearts, which benefits the company overall. Secondly, let's talk about the next method, break the rules and fully trust people. Before the above-mentioned Hasten Sandiaca company was acquired, employees were not allowed to enter the warehouse to prevent company property going missing. If workers needed any parts, they had to register first and then wait in line for the administrator to give them what they needed. This management system showed employees that the company does not fully trust them. After Chapman acquired the company, he abolished this rule, letting employees to freely enter and exit the warehouse. No theft ever occurred, and work efficiency in the company was significantly improved. Cynic believes that trust is like lubrication, it can reduce friction. This creates an atmosphere that can boost performance. From a biological point of view, it is the limbic primitive human brain that controls our emotions and our ability to trust. This system empowers us to form strong emotional bonds with others, driving us to collaborate closely with each other and pull together to create greater value. Lastly, let's talk about creating a corporate culture of empathy. Once, when the US Special Operations Forces were performing missions in Afghanistan, the ground troops and air forces were blocked by thick clouds over the mountains, and their communication was only through radio. This meant that the ground troops couldn't really see, and the air forces above the clouds were not able to update environmental information to the ground troops. The captain of the team, nicknamed Johnny Bravo, decided to perform a weather letdown and fly below the clouds to observe the ground situation. The operation was very risky because the clouds were thick, there was a high probability for severe storms, and night vision googles were not helping to have a better sight of the valley. Even the most experienced pilots dared not take such risks. When he entered the valley through the clouds, the words came across the radio troops in contact which sounded a call for Air Force assistance. At this moment, Johnny Bravo needed to avoid the mountain walls and help the ground troops locate the enemy. He quickly calculated the distance between the plane and the mountain in his head, while observing where the enemy fire was coming from. Time was running out when the captain held down the trigger while counting the time before hitting the mountain, 3 seconds, 2 seconds, 1 second, he pulled back on the controller and made a sharp turn, putting himself at risk to successfully hit the target. In the end, all the 22 members of the special operations were retrieved alive, thanks to his daring actions. No one told Johnny Bravo to perform such a risky maneuver. He could have safely stayed in his cockpit and waited until he got the call for help from the ground troops. However, he could sense the anxiety of the ground troops, and a feeling of empathy gave him the courage to head down through the clouds. When questioned about the reason he risked his life to protect others, he said, because they would have done it for me. The Captain Johnny Bravo was not born with this sense of empathy and this go-getting attitude. In other words, 
It is possible to cultivate the spirit of courage and commitment in other people, so they feel powerful and motivated enough to change their surroundings. If a team managed to build a corporate culture of empathy, emotional bonds among team members will naturally strengthen. Leaders who prioritize the happiness and safety of their peers, attract people who will do their best to protect the interests of the organization, and do what it takes to help it grow. Many great organizations count on loyal employees who rarely cause issues. This is a result of a well-established corporate culture of empathy. Now, let's do a quick review of what we have discussed so far. First of all, we must ensure that employees are treated as free individuals at work, so that they feel like they belong to where they are. Next, we talked about giving employees complete trust, since it drives cooperation that can, in turn, inspire more enthusiasm. Lastly, it is crucial to establish a corporate culture of empathy. Leaders who care about the well-being of their people get favors in return. Such concepts help maintaining the circle of safety and make it indestructible. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.